I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. I dedicate this next song to all those who refuse to even give the range a chance. Everybody hurts sometimes. It's high noon for Tuesday, August 24th, 2021. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator or join the discussion thread at t.me slash I'm reasonable. You can also find me on Gab and Getter at I'm your moderator. The writing is at I'm your moderator dot dot com and the merch site is www.cancelcouture.com or if your browser doesn't like that, go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. Today is the 216th day of Barack Obama's third term as served by the half-dead, demented, degenerate, ventriloquist dummy, fake proxy president Joe Biden, who was overwhelmingly compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, the patriarch of one of the most corrupt families in American history, and the father of one of the most despicable sons to ever walk the earth. So congratulations, commies. Your cultural power went totally unchecked. And look how it turned out. How are you feeling out there, commies? Does it feel just like November 7th when you guys walked out of your houses with cheap bottles of champagne so that you could ring little bells on the street corners and sip your champagne and show everybody how wonderful it was that you got your way and that Trump was all gone? Remember that day, commies? Remember how good you pretended to feel? That was the best, wasn't it? You took selfies of yourself smiling with your little Biden-Harris logos. Remember it? You, you, you used your little Instagram stickers. It was so special. You finally got your way. You showed everybody that the world was just as you imagined. It was just a lovely place of butterflies and sunshine where trans women and sparkle genders danced in the green grass and unicorns would just glide by, barely touching the ground as they ran. All around, there were only people who voted for Biden. No Trump supporters anywhere. You just drank your champagne and rang your little bells and said, Oh, the world, we've saved the world. As you hoped that all the Trump supporters would be put into camps so they could never affect you ever again. And as the time went on, you pretended that everything the television told you about the election was 100% true. It was all over. Joe Biden received 81 million real votes 
and all of the dates that the Constitution prescribes, they just passed without incident. And everybody knew that Biden really won the Congress. They confirmed it. The electors said, yes, Joe Biden is the president, even in the face of a very violent insurrection. They all found their courage to override the objections in the middle of the night. And you woke up once again, knowing that Joe Biden had 81 million real living legal voters say, yes, let's go ahead and try Nazism again. Because we don't want that angry tweeter here. And so here we are. 216 days into the term of a totally fake president. And look how well you're doing inside your little bubble. Everything remains perfect. Occasionally, someone will tell you a story from outside the bubble. They'll say, hey, commie, I mean, comrade, did you realize that well over a million Illegal immigrants have come into the country and now we're all just paying them and giving them houses and jobs and whatever they want. So long as they will vote for Democrats and give us basically slave labor. This is how we're going to keep winning. Isn't it great? And you're like, ah, well, you know, maybe not. I hope there's someone in the bubble who can straighten all this out for me. And sure enough, there are plenty of people and they'll tell you. Hey, don't worry about that outside the bubble thing. Don't even think about it. If you do, you're racist. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Thank goodness somebody reminded me that I would be racist to even consider that having two million illegal immigrants enter the country without any sort of checks on them at all. And then we would just give them everything they needed to live a life better than the one I have would be racist thank goodness someone reminded me and then you know other things from outside the bubble enter like the idea that the vaccines don't work and in fact might be killing people but thank goodness there are people inside the bubble to straighten all that out they give you all the right answers they put them on television every night just for you to understand why everything outside the bubble does not exist And you move right along. The vaccines are very effective and very safe. And you know what? They're so safe that we should force everyone's children to have them. And inside the bubble, that sounds exactly right. Everybody says, yes, comrade. If the television says it, then it must be so. And anyone who would argue with what the television says, well... We know what kind of people they are. They're the ones that we hope go to the camps. So we can't listen to them. Can't have any of that outside the bubble thinking inside the bubble. That's how we keep everything true and correct and morally right. We don't consider the options. We know what the options are. We know the right options. That's why we have experts.
They tell us the answers. It is our duty to trust the experts and enforce the answers. That is what we do inside the bubble. And that works. In theory. (laughs) Doesn't work so well in reality. Does it, commies? If you're starting to think that the answers inside the bubble might not be sufficient for explaining what's happening outside the bubble, well, maybe you're starting to have a key observation, one that might lead you down new roads in your life. It might lead you toward understanding and reconnecting with your own nature and with your fellow humans. And if that's the case, I mean, you are more than welcome to get outside that bubble and come on down to the range. If you want to do that, all you have to do is leave all those stupid and evil communist ideas behind in your little communist utopia inside that bubble and migrate back to America. I know you're a communist now. But if you are willing to leave all those stupid and evil ideas behind, well, maybe you're redeemable and we'll welcome you with open arms. And with that, I would love to extend a warm Tuesday high noon welcome to all of the redeemable communists out there. Hello, commies. Welcome to the show and come on down to the range. You will be welcome here. We are more than happy to accept redeemable communists onto the range so long as they want to be Americans again. And all you have to do to do it is leave all the very stupid and evil child-brained communist ideas behind and make amends with all of the Americans around you who you've spent the last five or six years intentionally inflicting harm on censoring them, insulting them, trying to get them fired from their jobs, trying to get their children taken away and generally just destroying their reputations all the time. Any chance you have and taking such pride and joy in it. You know what I mean? You follow Chrissy Teigen, don't you commie? You listen to Rachel Maddow and Chris Hayes And the daily, you read the Atlantic, you know how to make the very, very smart arguments about how everyone but you is evil. (laughs) Don't you, Kami? You know all the arguments. Only problem is all those arguments are what got you to the point you're at right now. And what point is that, Kami? It's another breaking point, isn't it? How are you going to keep defending your decisions? Can't do it, can you, commie? Because it's not looking so good for the whole immigration thing and the whole vaccine thing and the whole COVID thing and the whole race thing you made up and that whole Afghanistan thing. Now that is not going to end well, is it, commie? Even You commies inside that bubble who have no hope for redemption still understand how utterly embarrassing the Afghanistan situation is for you, don't you? 
Oh, you think you can save yourself by saying how anti-war you are? That excuses it. The total incompetence and lack of caring for actual American citizens. You can just get away with it by saying you're anti-war. Well, you know what? Ultimately, it's it's too bad how things are turning out. But Joe Biden still made the right decision to pull out. Oh, what a hero. I didn't realize we had a hero. Hey, hero. Gosh, you are like in the top 1% of communists. So heroic. Thank goodness you've arrived. Maybe we should sign you right up to a leadership position. That kind of communism. Oh, you're going to have a quick ride to the top. They're going to love you. Because being ready to explain and excuse away any variety of incompetence or immorality is kind of the perfect skill set for a prominent communist. And that's how you guys got here. You do understand that, right? Because if you have total cultural control and you're able to control the media and the universities and the tech companies and like the public health community, you know, you can just go on with the list, full cultural control, right? That should equate to power. You should be able to implement really anything you want. And if your policies were effective and they could bring on the utopia you imagine, well, this would be the scenario you could really show that off in, wouldn't it? I mean, what cultural power don't you have, commies? Which place do you need more cultural power? Is it in the schools? Eh, nope. Government? No. Corporate world? Nah. You canceled the All-Star game and moved it to a place way whiter. You've been forcing everyone to wear masks for absolutely no reason. So you got that one, too. You got all the cultural power sources, Kami, and this is still happening, isn't it? It's so crazy. How is it that this could still be happening? Oh, you mean there's still too many Trump supporters? Is that what it is? There's just too much disinformation out there. There's just too much racism. There's just too much. It's too much. They're just all resisting our power. <laughs> isn't it crazy commie every single thing you've tried you had it all and it didn't work it didn't work what more do you need you see the thing is commie this is the part you're missing when all of your cultural power is unchecked and it just stays like that for a long time well then you can get away with anything and no one ever sees it because you make sure that no one ever sees it. If anyone ever tries to show other people what you're actually doing, you just censor them or you shame them or you make sure that they can't have a job. You destroy their reputation. What do you call them? Racists, rapists, homophobes, Islamophobes, conspiracy theorists. Oh, we know what you do. You run down all of them. Every person gets a different identification so that you can marginalize them, push them out to the fringe. But what happens when that stops working? 
Well, when that stops working, people actually get to see who and what you really are. And because you've had all that cultural power for so long, you've never actually had to address any sort of criticism or dissent. You can just override it. The media will take up all the oxygen in the room and they will spit out exactly what you want them to say. And if anybody refuses to accept their explanation, well, we know how to deal with those people, don't we, Connie? You just stick them in camps eventually, you know, only if they continue to cause problems. But for now, we better just, you know, we, we build the camps just in case, just in case, you know, hopefully they'll all just do as we say and put that experimental gene therapy into their body and accept that there are 57 genders and just comply with everything, and then we won't have to use the camps. And that's ultimately what we want, because we're not bad people. We're not bad people. We build the camps just in case. Just in case. You know, in case these Trump supporters don't listen to us and do what we say, especially the vaccine thing. They got to do that. You know, we can't be sure that we're safe unless we know that there are none of those people around ever. And it's, you know... Yeah, it's kind of about COVID or like at least it started about COVID. But now it's just about wanting to be safe from these people. It doesn't doesn't really matter whether or not they have COVID. I mean, who gives a shit? It only kills one out of a thousand people. But you can't have those people around. So we're giving them every opportunity to comply. Just go get the vaccine. Start repeating the slogans. We're not going to have any problems. Those camps, they'll just remain empty. In fact, we can use them for uh, for immigrants that we bring here in the slave trade. No big deal. That's actually like better than their lives now, right? So we'll use those camps as we just bring in more immigrants. And we'll set those camps up near like big factories, for instance, or like meat processing plants. And then we'll just have those immigrants work there. They'll all have jobs. They're going to be super stoked. So they'll have a job and then they'll go right back next door to the camp. And I mean, if that's not like some serious compassion and charity, I don't know what is. And that's like a good scenario. And we won't have to put the, the Trump supporters in those camps. I mean, thank God we've built them just in case, but we won't have to put the Trump supporters in those camps because we're giving them the opportunity to not do that. Like we're just preparing for what might happen if they don't comply, right? We're not actually building those camps because we want to put them in it. We're building those camps because we don't want to put them in it. We would rather just put illegal immigrants in there. But the camps, they got to be built. Because these people are going to have to comply. They're going to have to take the vaccine. They're going to have to repeat the slogans. And if they don't, well, again, don't want to use the camps, but we will. And we're going to make them like, it's not like they're going to be horrifying camps. You know, we'll give people Netflix and 
food. What else do you need? Like, that's all me and my friends do anyway, is stay home and watch Netflix and order Uber Eats. So what's the big deal? And like, yeah, we're going to separate parents from their children, but that's only so that the children won't have to spend their lives in those camps. All we have to do is teach the children all the right things about the slogans and the vaccines, and then the children can go on and have normal lives. You know, we're not cold hearted. We're separating the children from their parents for good. That's the thing. We're doing all this for the good of everybody. Right, Kami? You're on board with all this, right? I mean, what part of this, Kami, do you not like? I don't hear you speaking up. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, hey, that's because you're by yourself recording this. And you're right, Kami, I am. But what I'm really talking about is I don't hear you speaking up inside your little bubble. I don't hear you telling all the other commies, hey, you know, maybe maybe we shouldn't be talking about putting people in camps. Like, I, I thought that we all agreed that this was just about, you know, policy and we didn't want like the mean guy who tweets to still be representing us in the world, right? Like, weren't we all just embarrassed? I thought that that's what we were doing. Like, we just voted for for Biden because Trump was embarrassing us and we wanted to be like the people who put the first WOC into the White House. Like, I was on board for that stuff. But like, guys, why are you all talking about forcing people to inject themselves with an experimental gene therapy? And uh, why are you talking about putting people in camps? See, now that part, that sounds weird to me. So if you're saying that, Kami, I would be like, yeah, good for you, Kami. You seem redeemable, except you're not saying it. You're not saying it. If you are saying it, then you've already been removed from the bubble. And now you're just out there in uh, purgatory. Wondering how long you'll still have a job, how long your friends might continue being your friends if they knew what you really thought. And maybe you're even wondering, hey. Are they going to turn me in? Like, are, are they going to are they going to say that that I should be put in a camp just because I, I don't think that they're doing the right thing with these shots and the camps and all that? What about it, Kami? Are you thinking that? Do you ever get to talk to your uh, ostensible friends, you know, your comrades, the people on whose side you are? Do you ever get to talk to them about what's happening in Australia? Do you ever do you ever speak up and say things like, hey, I don't know if they should be arresting 16 year olds just for going outside the house at night. You ever say that? How does that one go over, Kami? Give it three weeks and see. Right. You don't want to you don't want to speak up while it's all raw. You got to give people a a chance to get through it emotionally so that you can have a rational conversation about it down the line. You know, when that sort of thing seems like a minor disturbance compared to what they're doing. That's when it's the right time to talk about it, Kami. It's always good to wait a while to express your dissent. Just wait until it's not a big deal anymore, and then you can... You know, you guys can all collectively grieve about, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, maybe that was wrong. But, like, we've all moved on. 
<laughs> right? Australia, they got a manhunt going on for a guy who sneezed in an elevator. Can you believe he did it? How rude. Didn't vax, didn't mask, and he still sneezed. Something's got to be done about people like that. Like, if they don't want to comply, then I don't know what else to do. We're already trying to take their jobs away, make sure they can't go to the grocery store, make sure they can't see their friends, make sure they can't communicate even online. What else are we supposed to do? Honestly, you tell me, what are we supposed to do if this person won't agree with us? I guess all that's left is the camps. And if they don't get it once they're in the camps, well, I mean, you know, honestly, their ideas are very dangerous and they're very violent and their ideas are killing people. So if we have to start putting them to death in those camps, well, I mean, it's not what we wanted. You know, all of us are compassionate, moral people. That's why we gave everybody a chance to comply. We said it nicely over and over and over and over and over again. And we gave them carrots. <laughs> right? Right, commies? Everybody got a carrot. You're like Oprah with carrots. Everybody gets a carrot. And if those carrots aren't good enough, like if somebody doesn't want to turn over their uh, their their future physical health for the rest of their lives, for instance, and accept a heart malady in exchange for a couple of donuts, well, they can't say we didn't try. So, you know, the camp, the camp it is. And if things don't go well there, well, you know, I guess everybody makes their own choices. Right, Kami? That's pretty much how it goes in that bubble, isn't it, Kami? And it doesn't really matter if you're good at your job or if you're smart or if you're informed or if you're moral at all. All you have to do is comply and repeat the slogans and then you get the credit. And you can take selfies on Instagram. You can watch Netflix as much as you want. You can uh, travel around the city on a bird scooter that will be always available to you. You actually don't have to own any means of transportation whatsoever. You can always have that scooter available so long as they don't turn it off, which they could do at any moment. But they're not going to. They're not going to as long as you keep complying and repeating the slogans. You can take advantage of all life has to offer. They'll give you a place to live in a small room in a tightly cramped building of other people that enjoy compliance and repeating slogans, but they just aren't very important. If they were very important, then they get other opportunities to repeat the slogans on a on a broader stage, you know, like maybe they would get to be in a television show or become an influencer like Anne Zero Mally, you know, cousin expert. The guy who believes that Donald Trump has sold out to pharma, a billionaire has sold out to pharma for two million campaign dollars. And now he just wants to poison the American public. 
See, that's the kind of slogan repeating that really gets people a lot of credit. Now, why am I talking about all this? Because, Kami, the thing is, all of your stuff, you know, all that stuff that you voted for, it's all blowing up right in your faces. And you can't tell. That's the craziest part. Why can't you tell? Because it's all inside your bubble. All you let in is what's in that bubble. And it doesn't matter how embarrassing your ignorance looks to everyone else. Because you have no idea what everyone else thinks. And you don't care. You only care what everyone inside the bubble who's more powerful than you thinks. That's the party of false decorum, commies. You think everyone agrees with you. That is insane. And here's the thing. You can convince people like you to agree with anything that you say because it's important within the party of false decorum to comply with everything and be the best at repeating the slogans. And so as long as you're only operating in that bubble with those people, you can get everyone to agree about anything. They'll express some mild disagreement, but they'll go along with it because they're the go along and get along types. They just want a little extra money, little nicer food, nice car, some more likes on Instagram. That's it. You know, simple needs. And you require everyone to agree about everything because that's how you know you're safe. That's how you know you're only surrounded by people just like you. And that's the only way to be safe. But the problem is, Kami, you can't actually demand that these sorts of universal truths exist, right? You can't just force people to genuinely believe that there are 57 genders or that a man can just decide to become a woman and it's automatically true because that's not real, okay? You can get people to say they agree, but you can't actually get people to agree. The only things that can become universal truths are the ones that are already universal, Kami. Most people agree that killing other people with no justification is wrong. And pretty much everyone except for you commies agrees that it's a good idea to look out for your own children. You actually want them to do well in life. People can unite around that common understanding. You get it, commie? It's kind of hard to make everyone unite around the idea that there are somewhere between three and 57 genders when you commies can't even decide what the number is. How are you supposed to argue for that, commie? And here are some more 
common understandings that may not reach inside the bubble, but they really do have an opportunity to achieve universal agreement. And when things achieve universal agreement, then people often like to put those things into practice. Here are a few. It's a bad idea to leave American citizens in a Middle Eastern country to have no plan on how to get them out and then to schedule public appearances where you lie about what's happening, make excuses about what's happening, and then prove to everyone you have no clue on how to fix the problem. It's easy to get universal agreement around that. It's hard to get universal agreement on the idea that everyone should be forced to take an experimental medicine in violation of the Nuremberg Codes. That's a hard thing to get universal agreement about. And since you can't get universal agreement about that, well, what can you do? Oh, you can manufacture consent. And that, of course, is what's happening. That is what has always happened. And that is the only thing that can happen with these ascendant communist cultures. Right? This is a normal program of how communism comes to be in a society, how communist systems rise to power. It's always the same. They have to infiltrate cultural institutions over time and get everyone to agree by imposing penalties on them if they fail to. Most people don't want to deal with the penalties. So they will accept whatever they are given. They will go along with it just because they don't want the trouble. The problem is when people realize what's happening and they start exposing this stuff, all those people in there who were dissatisfied but just going along with it, they will all eventually reach a breaking point. And a lot of people are experiencing that right now. They don't want to actually be forced to take a vaccine so that they can continue working. They were fine to go along with your masks. They told themselves, oh, it's not that big a deal. They were fine to go along with the public pressure of having to vote for a degenerate moron who is one of the most corrupt people in American history. His son has sexual images of children on his computer and they know that and nonetheless they're happy to go along because they don't want to self-identify as a trump supporter they're fine they go along with all of it but now you're bringing your communist bullshit right to their doorsteps and you're showing it on the television and they can't avoid it because finally the media has decided that they have a bigger priority than simply eliminating Donald Trump and his supporters. They need Afghanistan. They need Afghanistan because that's where the people who control them get paid. That's where they derive their power from. So it's bigger than Trump. They can't just leave Afghanistan alone. 
It's worth making Joe Biden look like a fool. It's worth puncturing your little commie bubble. Because they have bigger needs. And so now it's on your doorstep. Now you have to actually deal with the embarrassment of what you've done. Now you actually have to feel the penalty of having allowed this culture to expand. Now the personal cost arrives at your door. There's no one to kick out of society anymore, Kami. It's you. You're the problem now. You see that? It goes up the chain until eventually there's only the most diehard communists left. And if they've already achieved full power by then, well, maybe they win. But the thing is, all those communists are so stupid and so evil and so narcissistic and so incompetent that they never quite get there. We've beaten these systems back before and we're going to do it again. And that's the time we're at in the process right now, commies. You see, you doing whatever they said so that everything could go back to normal and you could just go on vacation. It ain't happening like that, is it? So what we have is a lot of the people who put their support behind the degenerate Nazi because they felt like they had to. And they've dug in and they've defended their decision for this entire time because they didn't want to admit that they were wrong. But now it's just being shown to them day after day. It's inescapable. It's everywhere. And every single aspect of the fake regime is being exposed. The bubble is totally broken. There's no way to keep the bad stuff out. And when you realize that, then you have to realize what the fake regime is doing. They are not governing. They are not making decisions. And they are not trying to lead the country. They are simply trying to create a display that makes it look like they're in some semblance of control when they really are not. Okay. And let's talk about a few examples of this. I know that was a really long kind of run up to this, but yesterday we had an FDA approval that is kind of not a real approval. We have Kamala Harris in Singapore and maybe now Vietnam. No one knows why. She's talking about American strength in the region, like in regards to China. Oh, yes, we're going to stand up to China. That country that has Joe's son's laptop, that country that is on record having paid the Biden family for political access. We're going to stand up to them with good old Joe in office. Kamala's over there. We have no idea why. Apparently, there is a report of Havana syndrome. We can get into that. So that delays her trip out of Singapore. Jen Psaki was supposed to speak at the White House like two hours ago. Still hasn't gone on. Joe Biden was supposed to speak two and a half hours ago. 
He still hasn't gone on and won't for another hour or two. No one knows where anyone in the White House is or what they're doing. No one can give any answer about how many Americans are still stuck in Kabul. People are getting evacuated en masse, but only 10 to 20 percent of them are Americans. What is happening right now? There's no answer to that question. Okay, at least not one we're going to get. What's happening is that the fake regime is imploding under the weight of their own fantasy world that they are no longer able to continue propping up because they brought the problems to their own people's doorstep. All right. And listen, those people should have realized all this a really long time ago. The intellectual arguments and the moral arguments should have been convincing a long time ago. But of course, all these people were in denial. It's not at their doorstep, so they don't care. They just don't want to get punished by the communists. So they'll go along with whatever they figure it'll, you know, someone will come along and stop it before it gets really bad. And there's historical precedent for who these people are. They're called good Germans. They sat there and watched the Nazi regime rise. They didn't claim to be affiliated with it. You know, they claimed that they had moral problems with it here and there, but for the most part, they stood by and watched. They watched evil happen to their friends and family and neighbors, and they didn't lift a finger because they were scared or in denial. That's what point we're at. Now even the good Germans are being pressed to decide one way or another. We just had yesterday an FDA approval that isn't even a real full FDA approval. And the people who are cheering this know full well that the vaccine has not been tested as any normal vaccine would. This isn't science. It's undeniably not the scientific process. The vaccine and its characteristics are misrepresented. Its dangers are misrepresented. And these people are cheering it on because they want everybody else to be forced to comply. Now, Dr. Robert Malone was on War Room this morning. And Robert Malone is the creator of the mRNA technology. Now, you'll hear him talk about something that I think I mentioned yesterday. It's called comernity, right? Apparently, that's the right way to pronounce the new brand name of the BioNTech Pfizer-like vaccine, right? They've separated them. So the approval is for something called Comernity, which they say, this is for real, by the way, I'm not making this up. Comernity is supposed to be like a mashup of the words community, immunity, COVID, and mRNA, right? So they mash those up and the result is comernity. And they went with that. And comernity basically sounds the same way that community would sound 
for someone who has developed Bell's palsy from community. Your jaw and tongue just don't work anymore. So now you try to say community and it comes out community. Am I going to get in trouble for saying it? Am I going to get in trouble for doing the impression? Who cares? I don't even know that Bell's palsy does that, to be honest. But I do know that the vaccine can cause Bell's palsy because it happens a lot, a lot, a lot. Like to the point where people would be like, wait a second, this might mess up my face. Even commies don't want that. But let's see what Dr. Malone has to say about the FDA approval. The truth is that the 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 vaccine data that they're using in the licensure is outdated. The efficacy of this in preventing infection and transmission is poor. It's somewhere under 40 percent, according to the Israeli data. Got that under 40 percent effective now. So it doesn't do at all what they claim it's supposed to do. And they're still telling us we need to take this to get to herd immunity. But there's no way you can help herd immunity if you can still get the virus, still transmit the virus, and it can still kill you. And the vaccine is under 40% effective. So skipping forward, still Malone. Thanks for that. This is a fascinating case of of bureaucratic uh, um, kind of uh, shell game that the likes of which I haven't seen before. We actually have two distinct letters here. That's the that's the first part. There's a letter for Pfizer and a letter for BioNTech. The New York Times and The Washington Post got it wrong. The authorization is not for Pfizer. The authorization is for BioNTech. And it will only be initiated at the time that BioNTech labeled product becomes available. Okay. So one of the things that I want your your uh, listeners to understand is that the the um, liability coverage, the the blanket uh, um, uh, uh, coverage that allows uh, Pfizer to not be liable for any adverse events, only applies to the Pfizer product, which is still under emergency use authorization. They can only give that blanket authorization. Uh, and by the way, there's been no successful claims prosecuted under that uh, for any compensation. They can only give that under emergency use authorization. So uh, point number one for your listeners, if you're faced with a situation in which you have to accept vaccine, I strongly suggest that you hold off for the BioNTech commodity uh, labeled product. That's the one that uh, will have uh, no longer have liability protection in the same way that the Pfizer emergency use authorization product does. So you got that? A bureaucratic shell game is how he describes this. The media tells us that Pfizer now has a full approval from the FDA, and we are supposed to take from that statement that the vaccine has been proven safe. That's not true at all. And you can hear him describe it. You can also hear him describe at length the problems with these vaccines, including and maybe most importantly, the potential for antibody dependent enhancement, which is basically like you giving yourself an autoimmune disorder.
But the bureaucratic shell game, right? They can't get people to agree to take the vaccine for a number of reasons. So they're trying to create the circumstances where they would be allowed to mandate the vaccines. Choice didn't work. So now they're going to try to use force. But force can't work because the law is against them and the actual results that the vaccine is creating in the world are against them. So now they need to figure out some new way to make it legal and enforceable. And that's what they're doing here. And they are using this FDA approval as a substitute for actual safety and efficacy. And they want to be able to give it to kids and they want to be able to mandate it to kids. As Bill de Blasio was just saying on Morning Joe this morning, he wants the FDA and the Biden administration to speed up the process so that everyone five and older can be mandated to take the vaccine because he says it's that important that everyone in school has taken the vaccine, you know, because it's so important to have kids back at school and it's not safe for them unless they have the vaccine, even though kids don't get COVID and don't die from COVID. So let's see what Malone thinks about this crazy Bill de Blasio nonsense. Opinion, Mr. de Blasio is basically pushing a propaganda line and it's not based in science or reality. There are many, many peer-reviewed studies out now that the risk of COVID-19 in the pediatric cohort is basically non-existent unless it's children that have very high comorbidity risks like morbid obesity. Um, what, what Mr. de Blasio is saying here makes no sense. The kids aren't at risk. And furthermore, if he had taken the time to read the FDA authorization letter rather than just recite talking points, he would find that the FDA is quite explicit that uh, there are multiple ongoing pediatric safety studies that have to be performed, that they're not currently available, able, able to evaluate the risks associated with the cardiomyopathy, I'm sorry, with the cardiac disease associated with the vaccine they don't have sufficient data. And even in the FDA's own documents here, they overlook that uh, the CDC has just announced that the risks for uh, uh, cardiac disease effects may be two and a half or more times greater. So de Blasio is basically saying, we have to vaccinate kids that are at no risk with a vaccine that will not protect them from infection and spread. Okay. And uh, which uh, is associated with significant risks for uh, long-term disease of their heart. But hey, at least the commies can browbeat you now by saying that it is FDA approved. You're no longer allowed to make that complaint to them. Isn't that amazing? The science caught up with them. The science ended up right where they wanted it to be so that they can browbeat you and shame you. And try to pretend, oh, yeah, you said your excuse was that it wasn't FDA approved. Well, now it's FDA approved. So what's your excuse now, you science denier? Does that vaccine currently exist? If I want to walk down, not that I'll do it, but if I want to walk down to the doctor and get a vaccine, 
Can I actually get the one that quote unquote has this kind of sketchy, shady FDA approval? Is that available right now to the best of your knowledge, sir? It's absolutely not available. So the, the little trick that they've done here is they have issued two separate letters for two separate vaccines. The Pfizer vaccine, which is what is currently available, is still under emergency use authorization, and it still has the liability shield. The, 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 once again, the mainstream media has lied to you. I'm sorry to say that. I know it's a shock to this worship. But the, the product that's licensed is the BioNTech product, which is substantially similar, but not necessarily identical. It's called uh, Comirnaty. I think that's how it's pronounced. And it's not yet available. They haven't started manufacturing it or labeling it. And uh, that's the one that the liability waiver will no longer apply to. So the one that's actually licensed is not yet available. And when it does become available, it will no longer have the liability shield. In the interim, the one that does have the liability shield is the Pfizer product, and that's what's currently available, and it's still under emergency use authorization. So that's no change. Okay. The press has just not done their work and figured out what's actually yeah. going on here. Okay, so what do we have here? We have a media creating a story out of virtually nothing so that they can force people to get injected with an experimental gene therapy or else potentially suffer the consequences like losing their job or not being able to send their kid to school. That's where we are. Now, remember, the media made up the fact that Joe Biden actually won. Okay, that wasn't real. It has never been real. It has never been proven, and there is no way to prove something so ridiculous. Not legally, at least. There is no way that Joe Biden received 81 million legal votes. Not possible, did not happen, and that will be obviously proven over and over and over and over and over again to the point where no one will ever doubt it again. That's how obvious and overwhelming the evidence is. Okay. What we have had to go through is nothing more than a media manufacturing consent and a culture under the control of these communists so that they can enforce their belief on everyone else through nothing more than their power and their control over the culture. All right. There is no substance to it. There is no substance to saying that Joe Biden received 81 million votes. The only reason anyone believes it is because a the polls said that Joe Biden might win. B the communists have been told that they are right about everything. And therefore, they assume that pretty much everyone agrees with them. They're going to find out that's not true. But the assumption is that everyone must hate Donald Trump and obsess over Donald Trump as much as they do. And that was never true. And then see, they've been told 
that people like Bill Barr and Chris Krebs said the election was very safe. And Katie Hobbs says the same thing. And the media says the same thing. Everyone just repeats over and over and over again. There's no evidence. Baseless claims. Most secure election. That's it. There's no other justification for believing that Joe Biden got 81 million real legal votes. No substance to that claim at all. There's also no substance to the claim that these vaccines work or that they are safe. We know both are not true. The vaccine doesn't do anything if you can still get the disease, transmit the disease, get severe disease and die from the disease. It's even worse than that, though, of course, because the vaccine itself puts spike proteins in every organ of your body. So that in itself is a disease. And potentially you have destroyed your immune system for your entire life, which means that any other disease you might get from going around in the world is more apt to kill you. Two narratives that make no sense and have no foundation in reality are nonetheless accepted because these people have had all the cultural power for so long. And so all day today, they have just been disappearing, literally disappearing. No one knows where Joe Biden is four and a half hours between when he was originally supposed to speak and when he will end up speaking. Supposedly Kamala Harris, her flight is delayed by three hours. They have to send the press back into their hotel rooms. No explanation still. But what we get as an explanation is that they were worried about an anomalous health incident that would potentially happen in Hanoi, where they were supposed to be traveling to. And what is that anomalous health incident? Well, they're claiming that it's something called Havana syndrome, which if it wasn't happening right now to the fake vice president, all the commies would call a conspiracy theory. Here's what Havana syndrome is, according to communist Wikipedia. Havana syndrome is a set of medical signs and symptoms reported by United States and Canadian embassy staff in Cuba dating back to late 2016, as well as subsequently in other in some other countries, including the United States, Austria, Germany and Vietnam. In 2017, Donald Trump accused Cuba of perpetrating unspecified attacks causing these symptoms. The U.S. reduced staff at their embassy to a minimum in response. In 2018, U.S. diplomats in China reported problems similar to to those reported in Cuba, as did undercover CIA agents working in other countries with partner agencies to counter Russian covert operations. Subsequent studies of the affected diplomats in Cuba, published in the journal uh, JAMA, Journal of the American Medical Association, in 2018, found evidence that the diplomats experienced some form of brain injury, but did not determine the cause of the injuries. While there is no expert consensus on the cause of the symptoms, a co-author of the JAMA study considered microwave weapons to be a main suspect for the phenomenon. A U.S. National Academies of Sciences, Engineering and Medicine expert committee concluded in December 2020 that microwave energy, specifically directed pulsed RF energy, 
appears to be the most plausible mechanism in explaining these cases among those that the committee considered, but that each possible cause remains speculative. So basically, the fake vice president got attacked or potentially was going to get attacked once she arrived in Hanoi by a microwave energy weapon that we're supposed to believe does not exist. <laughs> that's that's where the vice president's day is at right now. So they got delayed three hours. No one knows what she's doing in Singapore. Except giving very bad speeches where she continues to further embarrass our country. And let's see how things are going in the White House now that Jen Psaki has finally showed up to tell everyone what they're supposed to pretend is actually happening. Those who are criticizing the president by sticking to this deadline, it amounts for him uh, to capitulating to the Taliban. Well, first, and I think I'm just going to read the statement. I know a number of you have seen it, but just in case, because I think it has quite a bit of additional context uh, that is not exactly aligned in, in, you know, he stuck with the deadline, as you just conveyed. Got that? You didn't get the context. If only you had all the context in your question, it would have turned out differently. You see, the situation is the Taliban told Joe Biden he needed to get everyone out by August 31st or else there would be consequences. And Joe Biden asked the Taliban, hey, can we talk about it? And they said no. So Joe Biden said Okay, but you got to understand it's not just okay. There's context. During a meeting this morning with the G7 leaders, the president conveyed that our mission in Kabul will end based on the achievement of our objectives. That is a key component there. He confirmed we are currently on pace to finish by August 31st. Got it. So the fake White House is changing around the situation to explain Joe Biden getting smacked down by the Taliban as Joe Biden actually saying, you can't fire me because I quit. <laughs> I feel like that used to happen in every movie and every TV show I saw as a kid. At some point, someone would say, you can't fire me because I quit. And I was always like, but... They already said you're fired. You could have quit if you said it first. But if they already said you're fired, now you can't quit because you don't have a job. As you all know, in the last nine days, we have effectively helped evacuate 57,000 people. And that has continued to uh, escalate uh, the number of people we're getting out each day. Uh, and our focus uh, is uh, and we. It, all right, so they're getting all kinds of people out, but their focus is uh, uh, uh is um as it continue uh, uh our focus is is continues to be on evacuating Americans who want to come home, third country nationals, and Afghans who are our allies during the war. 
See how she just grouped that together so that it meant nothing? Our focus is on Americans, third country allies, and Afghans who helped us during the war. So really, the focus is on everyone you want to get out. Got it. But what you didn't say is that the focus is on Americans where everyone wants the focus to be. The other thing she said, and this is something they've said a lot, and I know that people might be thinking I'm crazy for focusing on little stuff like this, but it's interesting that they repeat it over and over and over again. And when they do that, you have to think there's a reason why. Now, what she said is that their focus is on getting Americans out who want to come home or who want to leave. We are told that all the Americans there want to get out. She's implying, though, that there are Americans who have no interest in getting out. Could that be true? I don't know. I'm asking. But they're bringing out numbers where they say they've gotten 6,000 people out, including 400 Americans. Really? So we have 15,000 people there, Americans, that need to go. And in one day, we can get 6,000 out. Well, why aren't they 6,000 Americans? And I know that this is what everyone is asking, but at some point you have to wonder, do all these Americans actually want to leave? Are we getting massive overestimates of how many Americans are there who need to be extracted? And then we have reports about the State Department setting up these $2,000 reimbursements so that Americans end up having to pay for their own extraction. What kind of scenario would allow for all these things to be true? I don't know what the answer is, but I know that we are not getting the right answer because all of this together adds up to ridiculousness. He also made clear that with each day of operations on the ground, we have added risk to our troops with increasing threats from ISIS-K. Increasing threats from ISIS-K. All right. ISIS-K was just something they made up not very long ago. Now, how did original ISIS come into being? Was that Obama and the CIA? Yes, it was. Where did ISIS go once Trump took office? Oh, ISIS was eliminated. How did they come back? How did a very scary variant of ISIS come back? It's almost like they make up new scary things that are the same as the old scary things every time they need a new scary thing. And oh, by the way, they also, I should have mentioned this during the vaccine section, but now they're making everyone aware that they're not sure if the vaccines will respond to the new variants, so they may have to make new vaccines. And what does that mean? Well, lockdowns and booster shots. So mask up and be sure to get vaccinated, even though it won't help you at all in the future. And that completion of the mission by August 31st depends on continued coordination with the Taliban, including continued access for evacuees to air. So amidst all the very dangerous ISIS-K attacks, we can only accomplish the mission on time before there are consequences 
if everything goes okay with the Taliban. In addition, as we noted in the statement, he asked the Pentagon and the State Department for contingency plans to adjust the timeline should that become necessary. Now, let's not go too far afield. Remember, the question was really, hey, the Taliban told Joe Biden no. So now what happens? Rather than answering, Jen Psaki starts reading a statement that she almost certainly wrote herself. And Joe Biden has no idea about. And now she's saying that, hey, we have everything under control, but don't worry. We've thought of contingency plans in case it turns out the lies I'm telling you right now don't turn out the way I'm hoping they do. If you guys realize in the next week that I'm lying, don't worry. We have other plans. So I think there's quite a bit of context in there, including the threat from ISIS-K, which is quite real and one that we are tracking and monitoring very closely from our national security and intelligence teams. Just in case you doubted if the threat from ISIS-K was real, she's reassuring you it's quite real, which is, you know, what you have to do when threats seem not real. You just have to repeat that they are real, like the Delta variant. You can't test for it. You just have to know it's real and very scary. To the continued cooperation of the Taliban in, in as it relates to getting American citizens uh, and uh, our uh, key uh, allies on the ground to the airport. And the third, uh, of course, is um, is um, ensuring that we have contingency should they be needed. So do you understand what I'm talking about now? That right there is absolute incompetence all right she tried to read a statement and could barely even get through the entire statement because it is so content free what did we learn from that statement is there any tangible piece of information that we can walk away from that two minutes of jen pisaki knowing and being able to act on There is nothing in that statement whatsoever. Joe Biden is going to get out of Afghanistan by August 31st, just as the Taliban told him he had to. But that's not why he's doing it. He's doing it because we're going to achieve all of our objectives by then. Just like he told the G7 leaders, we have it fully under control. The only thing is, if we don't get our objectives achieved by then, then we have other plans that involve staying and hoping that the consequences we're told will happen just won't happen. But you got to understand, they have it all under control. Now, they don't know how many Americans have gotten out or how many are left, but they do know that their first priority is to get Americans out along with whatever Afghans and people from other nations need to come out too, even if there are more of them than Americans. And, you know, it's possible that the Americans might not even want to leave. But all of that depends on us working successfully with the Taliban, assuming that ISIS-K, this brand new group that we totally didn't make up. Uh, Remember, the threat is quite real, but... We're going to achieve all of our objectives 
unless the Taliban has a problem with it or unless ISIS-K presents a problem or if like we just don't do the job that we say we're going to do. And, you know, there's a chance we're not going to get that job done because like all the other jobs we say we're going to do, it results in total and absolute failure and embarrassment. Now, an answer like that would work just fine if the only people listening were the hosts on MSNBC and CNN, and they could take her answer and chop up the little finer points and then figure out a way that they could show that answer to their audience full of morons and make that audience full of morons feel smarter than someone else. That's the whole program. All it takes to understand how incompetent these people are is to watch them do anything for any extended period of time. You know, and when people are like, man, I think you're really overconfident. I think you're really too optimistic. I'm like, oh, okay, but do you actually watch these people do things? Because I do. And they are completely and totally incompetent. Their confidence is entirely there for show. They are trying to trick people. They are trying to manufacture consent. They're trying to get the population to believe that they know what's going on and that they're not hanging on for dear life. But it turns out they are. The vice president is in Singapore and Vietnam for no reason during a crisis. No one has any idea why she's there and her trip is getting delayed invariably by incompetence and potentially microwave energy weapons that aren't even real. They're just a conspiracy theory until, you know, now they are real. Thank goodness. We have an FDA that is pretending to have approved of a vaccine that doesn't work and a media repeating that to everyone so that people will accept when the government forces their children to be injected with an experimental gene therapy against their will. We have a White House spokescommy who literally can't say anything. She talked for two minutes with zero substance in her answer. And all of her answers are like that. And then the media tells everybody that she is actually the best press secretary ever. And we have a fake president who cannot even come out and address the American public the entire day, even though they've scheduled it at now three or four different times. The White House's live YouTube page that is prepared to show Biden's remarks on Afghanistan has been running with no content for four hours already. These people are completely incompetent, okay? Even the good Germans can see that this regime is completely illegitimate. This is what you get for stealing an election. Do you think everyone doesn't know it? Everyone knows it. The polls have completely turned against this clown. USA Today has him at 41 percent. 
Last week, the end of last week, Rasmussen polling, over 50% of this country doesn't believe that Joe Biden has the ability to function as president, and they don't believe that he is actually the one calling the shots. Okay. And again, that's just the people who are willing to say this to a pollster. So the actual number of people who believes this is far higher. Again, we're talking about people being able to admit something they know they can get in trouble for saying in this communist regime. But they're still willing to say it. That many people over half the country is willing to tell pollsters that they do not believe Joe Biden is actually serving as president. All right. Understand the fullness of what that means. The fake administration is imploding. Everyone can see it. Anyone denying that at this point is doing so only to save their own asses or because they are the most dyed in the wool commies you will ever meet. Okay. Their brain is only stupid and evil thoughts just rotating all day. And they like it. That's where we're at. You think we're not going to win? We are winning. You might get tired of winning, but we are still winning. I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Masks and lockdowns don't work. They lied to you about a pandemic. And Joe Biden will never be president. Bye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'm your moderator.substack.com, where you can donate, or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that 
by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm Your Moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm Your Moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!